What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hey guys, Megan here. And today I want to talk to you about, I guess, peeling back the curtain a little bit and talking about how I actually earn my income and all of the different ways that I earn an income. So I don't know, for a long time, over 10 years now, I have had some sort of entrepreneurial pursuit one way or another. And what I have found both in working corporate and working on my own, you can't rely on one ever. And especially now, I know so many of you are working, just trying to find ways to make ends meet or trying to find multiple income streams. So many people are getting laid off or businesses are struggling and things like that. And so I thought that this would be a really good video to talk to you about, to talk with you about how I make money and to give you some ideas in case you're struggling. Now, a caveat to this is that a lot of these took a while to start generating income. You know, I, one of the categories is ads and it took me seven years to get my first hundred dollar payment from Google for ads that I was running on different blogs. And so, you know, a lot of these might seem like really great to do or to get started and they are great to get started, but they are gonna take some time. So I just wanna give you that caveat before we get started. So let me talk about the what, nine different ways that I make money. So the first is ads. I run ads on both of my blogs, Beige House and MeganRame.com. I run, while MeganBrame.com is a blog, it is more of the hub about all of the um, products and services that I offer as well as like my speaking gigs and things like that. So I only run ads on the actual blog content. On the rest of the site, I kind of, you know, have those siphon or um, quartered off. Is that the word? You know what I'm trying to say. On Beige House, however, I do have ads running more places because they are, uh, because that is a whole blog. Like that, that is the whole purpose of that site. Now, right now the viewer counts on those are not high enough to get on something like Mediavine or Ad Thrive, which requires a hundred thousand monthly viewers. Is that requires a hundred thousand monthly sessions right now? I'm at about 10, I think. So, um, I'm working on that. So right now I get about hundred, bucks every two months from Google AdSense. So would love to see that grow more, but 
that's only one sort of stream of income for me and it's not that really big. The next is affiliates. Now, if you don't know what affiliates are, what that is is a link that I use with a partner where at no additional cost to you, I get a kickback as a thank you from them for referring you. It's basically a headhunter fee. And what I love about those is that I get to work with brands that I really love and utilize myself. I don't really work with a lot of brands that I don't use. Like, I, I just don't see the point in that. It doesn't feel authentic and I don't care how much money they're offering me. I just, it doesn't work out. So anytime I use affiliate links, it's most likely for a product that I already use. And you can see a bunch of different tutorials on how I use things if you scroll through my feed. Planoly, Tailwind, um, Dollar 80, you know, all of these, Relay That, all of these different things are ways that I save myself time and recommend to you guys. So that's another way. I usually make about 10,000 a year through those, maybe like 12,000 now. So one thing, if you're looking to create uh, affiliate partnerships, one thing that I really like is creating, um, being involved in partnerships that have a monthly recurring income rather than just a one-time lump sum payment. It's funny, Shopify used to do either, you could do, I don't know, 10% for life of the account or one lump sum of like, I don't know, a hundred bucks. And I chose the recurring one, which has paid off so much more than just the one lump sum. The one lump sum would have been nice, but it just would not, like at least now I know that I'm getting a couple hundred every month in affiliate income to come to me from Shopify or whatever, TubeBuddy, things like that. So the next category that I use is sponsorships. And I don't really do a lot of sponsored posts on my blog, Beige House, or my social media channels. If I do, it's really, I don't know. It has to be for something that I need or something I want to use rather than just like, I don't know, tummy tea or something like that. So that's not a huge thing. I make about 2000 every year on a sponsorships. Again, it's not really something that I utilize a lot. If I had more of an ambition to, there are years that it actually caught, or it actually gave me way more income when I was focusing on um, updating our house and partnering with brands to do that, things like that. That really was helpful and generated a lot more income, but now, I only kind of do it occasionally. It's not really a big source for me because it requires a lot of time and effort and it's not something that makes that I feel very passionate about. The next is investments and interest. Right now I utilize Robinhood to invest in um, different index funds. I pick occasional individual stocks. They're mostly brands that I support like Etsy or Pinterest. Um, but for the most part, I just kind of stick to index funds that feels way more idiot proof for me. And through Robinhood, it just makes life easier. I also have investments through Fidelity and those are my retirement accounts. But so I don't really touch those. They just kind of like do their own thing. And I add them to my, I add them to my spreadsheets every month on what they're doing. And if they are tanking, which they haven't tanked yet, thankfully, 
then I would adjust them. But if they're kind of staying the same and growing or, you know, at least being stagnant right in this economy, then I just kind of leave them alone and I don't really touch them. Before you go, just want to make sure you are a part of my members library. My members library is my collection of workbooks, guides, checklists, tons of resources for entrepreneurs like you, and it's totally free. If you want, head to meganbrame.com slash join the library and you can sign up and get instant access. I promise you, you're going to find something valuable in there that's going to make your business get to the next level. So head to meganbrame.com slash join the library. You can sign up for instant access. I also consider in this category interest really count anymore because it doesn't really exist because of COVID and the economy. But uh, I any kind of interest that my savings accounts get, uh, I add to my monthly tally. And honestly, that's been like dollars lately more than anything. So it exists. So I'm counting it, but I'm not retiring on my interest right now. Next are things that are a little bit more active, and those are courses that I create. So right now I have two courses available, one more coming up, and those are, I say they're active, but they're active in a build. I leave them to be mostly passive. I mean, I do updates on them. so. Let's call it 50-50 in terms of updating active versus passive. Now I have stop sucking, I have stop sucking at marketing, graham crackers, which is my Instagram strategy class, and another one that's coming up soon. So they are great sources of income in the sense that they help me help my users if that makes sense. Like they're a good way for me to establish authority in the space that I work, but I don't really rely on them. It's more of like a, if I had to rank my different income streams, I would say that's probably like fourth or fifth. It's not really something high. If it was, if I put more effort into them, into marketing them, then I think that they would move up the ranks, but it's just been, it hasn't been something that's been a priority. That's more of a priority for 2021, but they usually generate about $20,000 a year. So good thing, right? But they're not my main staple. The next is printables, and I have these both on betterbizschool.com and on Etsy. I utilize Etsy more for the ability to reach people who aren't following me. So these don't generate a ton of income, but they are completely passive, and that makes me super happy. All I have to do is just create the tool, the printable, the spreadsheet, whatever, put it on Etsy and Better Biz School let it ride. And I love these because I can create ebooks um, to t- any kind of like printables, lead magnets, and I have a tutorial. I have two tutorials about how to create these on both Canva and Apple Pages. If you want to check those out, I will link to them. But for me, they don't generate a ton of income, but they're great for creating bundles, um, 
being lost leaders, getting people into my funnels. So I love them for those abilities and for the fact that I really don't have to do much to them. Those generate usually about a hundred bucks every three months. So hundred bucks a quarter. Like I said, it's not a huge one, but it is totally passive. So it makes my life happy. Next is eBay. I, well, eBay and Etsy. I've run a, a vintage line on both eBay and Etsy, although I am moving everything over to eBay more just because of the way um, Etsy's ads are working now. It, it's tanked for me over on Etsy to be completely frank. So I really focus heavily on eBay. And for this, it was generating a ton of goodwill and money and income for me especially last year. Uh, last year, it was huge for me. And this year, it actually has grown too, although it is not the main staple of my income. So right now, the business is at 33000 for the year, which is amazing, right? Like that is a fantastic stream of income, even if it is one stream of income. So I'm glad to have that. However, it has not, I have not netted 33000 I have netted about third of that because of all of the fees that come along with Etsy and um, eBay and shipping and things like that. So it's a great gross, but in terms of net, eh, it when I needed to rely on it, it was fine. But once I started adding more streams of income, it kind of just became like, a, okay, cool to have. And it helps me get rid of all of the things in my cabinets back there, all of the jewelry. Next is digital strategy. And this is actually my main source of income. This is when I work with clients one-on-one -on -one to create advanced digital marketing strategies. So what that means is I will sit with them and do either coaching, um, strategy sessions, which is a little bit more involved or group coaching. And right now my main bucket from those is digital strategy. So right now I work with clients on a six week basis to create marketing strategies that cover social, email, websites, SEO, a little bit of ads and really focus on funnel building. So I work weekly with these clients, which means it takes a lot of time and effort and consequently is my main source of income. I do charge a premium for this. So right now that generates about 60,000 a year for me. And that is a great thing to have, but I'd really like to focus more on my passive income strategies next year. So that might take a little bit of a backseat. However, it's great. And it makes me happy to earn an income from something that I love to do anyways. And I know that sounds really like Miss America -y or something like that, but I really do, as you can tell by all of the content that I make, I love to talk about marketing. And so the fact that I can work one-on-one -on -one with people to create marketing plans is really fantastic. And I hope that I can create more opportunities for that. But again, that's mostly going to be through courses and, um, coaching more than strategy going into 2021. But if people want me to help them with their marketing strategy, I'm happy to do so. You can shoot me a message if that's you. So lastly is Upwork. I utilize Upwork not a lot. I usually utilize it if I need to generate some income quickly. And I will do blog content on there. I don't, like I said, I don't do it a lot, but it is there and it helps me actually start getting different clients from um, a source that is previously untapped. Now, Upwork is getting fairly saturated, to be completely honest. So I would say, is it great? It can be, 
but you're gonna have to work to get up to a premium. What I, I usually take about three blogging clients at a time and I don't keep them long-term. I'll do a couple of different like monthly posts for them or I'll do a front load where I make them a bunch of posts and just get paid for that. So that usually, honestly, I've certainly started doing that back in October and that generates me about 3,500 a month. So really great, right? But it takes a lot of work and is not something that I utilize often. So that is my plethora of income. And I know it sounds like a lot, but remember a lot of this was over years and years and years of starting the build for the foundational blocks and not making a lot of money from them. It took a while for all of these to kind of um, snowball and create more income. So if you're looking to generate income quickly, this sounds really vague. And I don't mean it that way, but I, I hope you take it for the intent that I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to give, which is find something that you love to do and find a way to monetize that. For me, it was talking about marketing. I love talking about it. I will talk your ear off about it. But if you want more help on a one-on-one -on -one strategy, that's when we start talking about a financial transaction. And that's when I make the most money because I love to do it. I will talk to you about it all the time and I will give you so much value because I love to do it. And so that's what I recommend for you. Find something that you love to do that you do for free, monetize that and monetize it anywhere you can. And if that means going on Upwork, that's one thing. If that means creating a bunch of printables, that's another thing. If that means starting a YouTube channel, that's one thing. You know, there are many different ways to branch out your strategy to make income. And these are the ways that I do it. Will that change in 2021? Probably. I'm probably going to rework a lot of that. Like I said, I want to work on more passive streams so that I can free up my time to do more content creation and courses. We'll see how that goes. Um, that won't be a quick transition. It'll be a slightly, you know, we'll see. We'll have to do a little bit of balancing, but those are the ways. I hope that was helpful for you. Leave a comment if you have any questions. I'll be happy to help you. But if you subscribe next week, we're going to talk even more about how to plan for a better strategy for 2021. And I hope to talk to you then. Bye.